0: Funk on a Friday. Means one thing, it's a funky Friday edition of Sports Talk. Welcome in, we're glad you're here. Hope we are helpful in ushering you into a weekend of leisure and relaxation and play, or maybe it's laboring in the home or the yard, whatever suits your fancy. Welcome into your weekend. I'm Scott Beatty, along with Evan Kahn, the man behind the funk. And our cast of characters do up. Matt Daniels from the News Gazette Sports Pages will have happy hour with Allie Adams and the world according to Bob Osmussen coming up. And plenty to process today after the extravaganza last night in a cornfield in Iowa. We got that to talk about. Got some football audio to bring you uh, as well, especially as it relates to special teams. And uh, whatever else may be on your mind, you can text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, which is 217-351-5357. You want to jump on the phones? 217-356-9397. Good to see you, sir. You're wearing your Cubs polo. Yep. Showing the pride after a Field of Dreams win last night. Yeah, not too shabby. We uh, got off the air, and I... Uh, just watch the open here. I want to see what the drama was. We talked about last night, uh, you know, like, oh, Kevin Costner was going to No, wait, wait, wait. Costner and all white, so yeah. that was a good start. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, what kind of uh, shtick are they going to bring out here? And I see the kid pick up the ball, baseball that gets hit into the corn, and he picks it up, and then he ends up giving it to Ken Griffey Jr. Okay, Ken Griffey Jr., that's good. You know, there's... In my opinion, possibly the greatest player that never was the greatest player because of his injuries, um, and then 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 he and his dad come out and play the catch. I'm like, okay, now you got me. <laughs> I uh, now you've got me. So I thought that was nice and uh, some feel good Americana <laughs> with the broadcast last night, and Cubs get a win. Yeah, just
1: all in all, I mean, I don't think they could have asked for a a more perfect night. Weather-wise, picture-esque-wise, I mean, all of those shots that they were showing. The gaps were ginormous. That's why the Cubs got their runs, because the the ball just happened to find those gaps. But it's a great ball field. You wouldn't guess that they put it up and then take it right back down. I'm sure it's halfway down already. But uh, it's, it's really cool. It's crazy. It took them until... 2020 was the the first one supposed to be ended up being last year um I, I don't know if they'll bring it back we know next year it's out because of the construction but I think it I, I think it's great it, it gets different eyeballs on it they can I'm sure they're gonna run out of ideas they they use the same drone video through the house that they did last year for this year so you can't really keep it fresh all the time but just playing there I mean you, you heard them on the broadcast secondary market tickets were going for over $1,000, like people want to be there. There's interest in it, and especially here in August when baseball excitement for the casual fans is kind of winding down as we're here into the first weekend of preseason NFL action and all that. It's just a really cool event to keep baseball
0: in the forefront, and we'll see if they bring it back. Yeah, it's well-timed, like you said, with the calendar. If there was something to complain about... (laughs) The Harry Carey hologram. Yikes. Um, first of all, if you're going to do that, let's make the hologram look like Harry Carey, not just a guy in a coat. <laughs> first of all, okay, for, when did you ever see Harry Carey in a sports coat? <laughs> in our lifetimes. Probably
1: when he got staged for some kind of photo shoot, maybe. I'm sure in
0: 1968 when he was doing the Cardinals, he probably had a coat on because this... I'm pretty sure they all wore coats. (laughs) But more authentic would have been with a shirt off. (laughs) Second of all, it looked like something out of the Hall of Presidents in Epcot Center. (laughs) Yeah. It was just weird. I was intrigued when the tease came out. They're going to invoke Harry Carey. Okay, some sort of hologram? Oh, they are doing a hologram. Oh, that's funny. He just has the big rimmed glasses on. <laughs> Basically. there, were, Like you
1: said, uh, there, there was talk of it beforehand. I didn't even click on it. I just saw the articles that were like, eh, we're not really sure if this is going to turn out how they think it will. And, yeah, the second he came on, I was like, that's not Harry Carey. I mean, they do it three times a week at Wrigley. You could have just pulled the video of Harry doing it from the press box at Wrigley and they could have played it but no they had to get fancy and, and put the awkward Harry Carey up there. I think I saw Chip Carey was quoted as saying they must be feeding him well in heaven if that's where he actually is.
0: Um so yeah, <laughs> you and I like to reference Forrest Gump. That movie came out in 1993. Tom Hanks was interacting with Lyndon Johnson in a movie in 1993. (laughs) You couldn't superimpose actual Harry Carey in a better way than that?
1: Yeah, they did that whole 30 for 30 with the hologram Al Davis and somebody else. I can't remember who the other one was, but it was the same thing. I mean, technology is cool that we're getting to that point, but... It's just not quite there like for the folks that know what Harry Carey actually looked like. um, It was just a little off.
0: You're seeing words and the reaction. Creepy, (laughs) scary, nightmare fuel. Constantly smiling. Gloria Estefan is now rewriting her song from Rhythm is Gonna Get You to Harry Carey's Gonna Get You. (laughs) Because that was weird. Yeah, that's one of those
1: ideas that maybe they don't bring that back for the next time that they do it, but outside of that, yeah, and there's got to be something to complain about, so if we can complain about <laughs> yeah. getting a weird Harry Carey, that's a that's a pretty good complaint.
0: I did hear uh, a, a, a talking head today kind of just drag on the whole thing, uh, the whole spectacle, and f- kind of felt it was too syrupy and too, just too much, and... I kind of liken that to going to Disney World and looking at the Cinderella castle and going, you guys are being a little over the top here, don't you think? Yeah, it is. But that's what it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. It's just sort of a love fest with itself. And of course, the movie comes from a work of fiction and the whole thing is kind of contrived. But I'm willing to just go with it because it still has some feel good vibes to it. I don't know if this thing has to go on forever and ever and ever, like a bowl game or something. Mm-hmm. But um, I think the last two years of this were really good. And I hope they find some more creative ways to do things like this. Marcus Stroman, Cubs pitcher, was suggesting doing something in the inner cities, a la Hardball, which is actually a movie I've never seen. I think really? it came out in the early 2000s. Have you seen it? I
1: love it when you call me Big pop. But, yeah, you're going to have to it's watch that one? one. Yeah, it's got Keanu Reeves in it. Um, A couple of actors when I, I – don't quote me on this, but I think a young Michael B. Jordan might have been in it. Really? Yeah. So you'll have to watch that.
0: Okay. Uh, Sammy
1: Sosa's in it. <laughs>
0: as himself? They
1: they act like they're at Wrigley Field. I, I think it's old Yankee Stadium, but Sammy Sosa's in it, and he, he gives them the peace sign.
0: Does this come up with this, like – go into the lexicon of or the the anthology of great baseball movies mm, kind of fringy cultish yeah it's, i don't it's, know where do you put it i don't that's, i'm gonna have to go. a,
1: yeah you're just gonna have to watch it and you're gonna have to get back to me it's got a, a lot of obvious you know social elements that that it touches on being like you said inner city and baseball and and all of that but yeah, it's a, it's a good movie. You'll have to check it out. I don't know where it's at. but There
0: is some possibility that Major League Baseball will play a game in Evansville at Bossy Field, which is the third oldest professional ballpark hmm. in America behind Fenway and Wrigley, and it's where they filmed a league of their own. Ah. It was in Evansville, Indiana, but the setting was Rockford in the, right, in the right. film. Um, but that, that stadium has a real old... Uh, iconic type feel to it. They used to do what did they call it? They did down in the south, um, uh, uh, Rickwood. Uh, they they used to do some games, at least exhibitionish or spring training games. Uh, but something maybe as an homage to the Negro leagues, mm-hmm. I would think would be cool. Um, I think it was in Birmingham that park where they 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 used to play some games. That sounds I, right. I, I don't know. I I think bring baseball a little bit to places that it doesn't usually go and maybe find some tie-ins shoot stick it stick it in the middle of Idaho where the <laughs> Boise Hawks play or something like that and why not do well, a game with the Hall of Fame
1: yeah uh, there there's all kinds of options. The the Boise one, I mean, that's just a, a sore subject because they're no longer affiliated oh, with that's Major right. baseball. The, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and that's uh, which opens a whole other can of worms. But no, I, I'm right there with you. Um they did the game. I believe in, in Puerto Rico a, a few yes. years ago, and that was like the first time they had, had ever done that. The difficult thing is the baseball schedule doesn't really lend itself to things like this. You know, the Cubs and the Cardinals are doing the thing in London. They've got to take a day off before, they got to take off a day off after, and that's like 10% of your off days for the whole season right there. Yeah, but and you w- got jet lag. Yeah, it, it, but, it's you know, real thing. right around here. Puerto Rico, not that far away. Somewhere in the South.
0: Mexico City.
1: Yep. The Little League game that they did for a while, this Field of Dreams game has kind of replaced that. They could bring that back, you know, let all the the kids that make it to Williamsport get to watch a Major League Baseball game. I I mean, there's there's different ways. We see it. The NFL, I mean, almost every week it seems
0: like they've got a game outside of the U.S. or or doing something different. I don't know if it still exists, but there's the Alaskan Summer League Mm -hmm. for collegiate they did the midnight game in Fairbanks, Alaska, where they would start the game at midnight and there's sunlight. (laughs) Let's do a major league game there. Talk about messing with your circadian (laughs) rhythms. I don't know how many eyeballs you would get on it if first pitch is like 3 a.m. in Chicago or whatever it is, or 4 a.m., but...
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, not not necessarily a made-for-TV uh, uh, event or watching now you're it. you're thinking, Scott. Not, not appointment TV, but those, yeah, very cool idea or just something that they're able to do up in Alaska. But no, great great job by, by MLB, and we'll see what they come up with for next year.
0: And hey, baseball-wise, uh, Drew Smiley had a really nice outing. Second
1: second straight one, got to see him up in Wrigley last Sunday where he threw seven innings, uh, a really solid baseball. One of those missed opportunities. Of course, he only got a couple starts before the trade deadline coming off of injury, but somebody that they signed with the idea of flipping him at the trade deadline, and what do you know, he's a pretty solid major league pitcher, somebody they could bring back again next year in in a go-between role, but he was good, magical, still can't hit a ball over 100 feet, but at least they're finding holes. <laughs> so that they they register his hits uh say finding the extra base hits after he came back and was smacking a, around a lot of singles and uh just some some different guys are getting some different looks michael rucker back up from triple a so it was a good game for the cubs better record than the yankees since june 24th don't forget about that um so as bad as this season has been it, it's a. Uh, it's a season of good stretches and bad stretches, and surprisingly, this has been a pretty good one for the Cubs
0: here recently. The Cardinals tonight have a big one against the Brew Crew. They are a half game ahead of them at 61-50. and 50. The Brewers 60-50. and 50. There's your former Yankee, Jordan Montgomery, mm-hmm. starting tonight for the Redbirds, and that game is at Bush. It's a 7 first pitch, and the game you'll hear tonight on our airwaves is is the Chicago White Sox starting a series with the Detroit Tigers. The White Sox continue to flirt with not being a winning team, sitting back at 56 and 56 after losing 3 of 4 to a to an energized and youthful Kansas City Royals. Another team, team with a better record than the Yankees since June 24th.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Royals, the Royals, the Cubs, the Reds, Yankees are not playing very good baseball right now. And they are still 30 over 500. (laughs) They still have the best
0: record in the American League, yeah. (laughs) Go figure. All right. We'll chat it up with Matt Daniels from the News Gazette Sports Pages and do some happy hour with Allie Adams as well.
2: You've got sports talk. On episode 50 of Inside Atlanta Football, we discuss training camp, recruiting questions, and why Tommy DeVito is the starting quarterback.
0: Today we got a chance to talk with the latest Australian punter to join the Illini.
1: From down in the Bobby.
0: Yeah, and he's he's old. He's older than you, I think. He's twenty eight. <laughs> freshman. He's a freshman. <laughs> Hugh Hugh Robertson, and he's been working with new special teams coach uh, who's filling in for Ben Miller, Sean Snyder. That that is. So uh, Hugh Robertson, talk about the. Uh, What he's working with on that With Sean Snyder is a former punter himself And more
3: I'd say knowledge about punting and kicking uh, Is the the biggest thing that I've found Like he's changed a lot of my technique um, For the better uh, And for the future as well Um, Making me more compact Trying to make me quicker um, And less moving body parts Which means more efficiency in the end And more consistency So that's been uh, sort of a tough uh, sort of mountain to, to climb, but it's, I've seen improvements every day, and, yeah, I'm, uh, he's, he's, he's the greatest um, special teams coordinator I've ever had in a long time, so it's, he's taught me a lot about kicking, for sure.
2: How do you handle that, like, when you've kicked one way for as long as you have, and then, like, even a little technique I feel like would maybe feel, like, uncomfortable at first to get used to? Is that, is that not the case?
3: Um, well, Coach, Coach B usually says um, we have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And that's one thing that I've had to learn by starting a new technique, is just being comfortable with not, sometimes you will go out there, you'll have a bad day, and you, cause you're trying a new technique and, and you're gonna be constantly making mistakes, but that's how you improve and that's how you get better. So for me, it's just being, trying to be comfortable, being uncomfortable in, the, in that new technique to become better in the future. Yeah. What kind of gains have you maybe seen from even just minor tweaks in your form? So for for me personally, um, it's it's trying to get that higher hang times, um, and matching that with the the distance covered. uh, That's been the thing that um, I've noticed a lot, and getting that operation time down to a lower lower level. So like a faster time, basically. So it's giving the whole operation from snapping to the punt, um, making that whole time shorter and more efficient, and so that we've got more it's more safe it's safer and we have like we know what's going to ha- happen with down the field with um coverage and all sort of stuff but like credit, credit to all that all three of the snappers those, those guys are just working that working hard very hard and they're having a really good competition and they're working hard every day so and they're, they're just awesome
0: at 28 is the process of making physical changes technique adjustments different at this age than it was Let's say at eighteen or whatever you started.
3: Yeah, I mean, probably. Um, obviously, started putting this with this ball uh, and this technique late in light, late, a lot later than every other, uh, a lot of other punters in um, the NCAA. But this, um, it's it's made it's been a tough adjustment, but um, it's a challenge, and that's how I look at it. And any way I can learn um, how to get better is is valuable to me and. Uh, yeah, you're right. It's, if I was younger, it might be a little bit easier. <laughs> but because uh, you, you sort of, I don't know what it is. It's some, scientifically, I think it's easier to learn from a younger age, uh, especially when you're doing it from a young age. But I've grown up playing Australian rules football, which we've kicked from as little as I can remember. I was kicking a football. So I think in the back of the mind, the technique's all been there from, from the early beginnings. It's just tweaking the little little adjustments that can um, suit the foot the game of American football better.
0: What's the dynamic like for you? I mean, you're already in a unique position on the team, and you're hanging out with guys that are ten years younger than you at times. What's the the dynamic like for you to make friends, to make close relationships?
3: Yeah, I, I really I really enjoy it. Uh, I try and act as a sort of uh, older brother or a father figure a little bit, maybe an uncle. Uh, to the guys because yeah a few of the young kids that are in in our room are 10 years younger than me and that comes with its challenges but for me I I take it as an opportunity because I mean coming from a background where this is the first chance I've had at playing a sport like this it's great for me to give hopefully a bit of wisdom to these kids that are 18 and I can tell them like how good the opportunity they have is and to take full advantage of it You're following arguably the greatest punter in this program's history. Are you
0: trying to put your own stamp on that, knowing that maybe fans are going to compare you to Blake, at least in the early going?
3: Yeah, yeah. I I can understand that that would be what everyone thinks on their mind. But uh, for me, it's just going out there and uh, doing the best I can and the best we can can do as a group because, I mean, you can never compare yourself to someone else because we're all individuals at the end of the day and I just need to be the best me.
0: There you go, Hugh Robertson. Uh, good guy, easy to talk to. A uh, little, little more verbose than maybe your average freshman. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not not necessarily an eighteen year old like most freshmen. Exactly, He's kind of a grown man. <laughs> uh, he's he's a good interview. Actually, most punters are too because yeah. they're 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 just jab- By the way, for those keeping score, he will also be the holder for uh, the place kicks. Mm-hmm. So it'll be. Did you ask about his pass game then? <laughs> For fakes? Yeah. I didn't. We don't Shh. we don't
1: see enough football like field goal fakes anymore. No.
0: But Maybe hey, I'm missing them. new special teams guy in. Maybe there's a few of those installed. Hey Matt Daniels, News Gazette Sports Editor. Hi Scott, how are you? Hi Evan. Hello. Um, Every time you think, hey, let's do the old Aussie punter, isn't that a unique (laughs) angle? It's not that unique anymore.
2: (laughs) No, but I mean, it is unique with the fact that Hugh Robertson's almost 30 years old and uh, was in the Army in Australia and was a police officer. And I think any time you can play audio of an Australian here in Champaign-Urbana, I think that just (laughs) does wonders for the ratings. He, (laughs)
0: uh, Evan, you'll appreciate this because he was also asked uh, by Scott Ritchie about, uh, okay, are you trying to... Get up on what the what's hip with the kids kind of thing, and he and he referenced how okay, I actually remember when Britney Spears <laughs> was yeah. a thing. Yeah, <laughs> not just when for I was her, seven years was, old. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, not just and for her music, obviously not just for everything that's going on with her. Right. since and like the the most
0: <laughs> when she first emerged yeah. on the scene. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. that's that's what he could remember. <laughs> That's even older than you, right? <laughs> well, I remember I think you were early, early five.
1: I remember early Britney Spears <laughs> a too. little bit, but it was but my first I, day in kindergarten, I loved and my how, mom turned on that's Britney what, Spears. That's what reaches across the pond. It's it's the Britney Spears. It's not you know. I remember it's, when.
0: What's some of what makes America great? <laughs> Britney Spears and and football. God bless. <laughs> oh my goodness so have you been bopping to
2: britney spears today uh no i have i have not i, I did not not have that in my plan when <laughs> Ali's i he's
1: not even here yet and this is going <laughs> off the rails
2: uh when i completely she's for, listening to that when i completely forgot <laughs> that i was supposed to hear at 425 and got caught up in that's other, all right we listen things, to hugh robertson uh, other see, things here true, in true. the newsroom but uh no i don't remember last but time there's I no big
0: breaking me. news right
2: Knock on wood, I hope not. (laughs) It's Friday. I mean, the Friday news dump is always possible. (laughs) But uh, no, just juggling a lot of things with uh, Sunday's sections and also... Tomorrow section as mm-hmm. well. How close are we to the big high school section? Yeah. Uh, that is... Uh, f- I'm going to take the words of Scott Ritchie. That's a future problem for myself to concern myself with. Okay. But we're less than two weeks away. Future problem. That's uh, uh, tomorrow Matt's problem. <laughs> uh, we're less than this two weeks. This is
0: where you go. We try to take focus one day at a time. Yeah, here. just
2: taking it one day at a time, one section at, <laughs> at a time, one story at a time, one byline at a time, one page layout at a time. But no, I... I'm really looking forward to it. Um, we had we finally finished up our high school football media days days event that stretched <laughs> over about seven days here uh, at our office. But uh, the special section is coming out Thursday, August twenty fifth. There's actually a few high school games that night on a Thursday night, um, just because of official shortages. Um, oh yeah. But most of them are on, on Friday night, and then there are a handful on, on Saturday that first weekend as well. But, no, we're, the, the theme this year for high, our high school football special section is uh, reasons why we love high school football. So, uh, Colin Likas, our preps coordinator, and then uh, Joey Wright, our jack-of-all-trades here in the building, as you guys are aware. Uh, he and Collin kind of grilled uh, coach and three to four players from every team in our coverage here. I think we had ended up with 34 teams making it. Uh, so yeah, that's basically every team in our coverage area showed up here for this uh, event from as far... Uh, west is, you know, Argento-oriented, as far east is Danville, far north is Iroquois West, and as far south is Arcola uh, and Arthur Levington at Hammond. So we had Caden Fegan here earlier this week, the Illinois commit. Uh, Colin's got a big story on him coming up in, in Sunday's paper, so uh, be sure to pick one up.
0: All right. Central, have they found a replacement yet? <sighs> Not yet. Um, for their game in September.
2: Yeah, the much-discussed <laughs> Week 5 <laughs> kickoff for Champaign Central. That is uh, – gone from boardroom to boardroom here in, in the city of Champaign. Uh, no, not yet. Uh, I'm I'm optimistic they will, possibly, just because of the state of high school football uh, these days, but I mean, every Big 12 program is looking for, or not every Big 12 program, I shouldn't say that, because Urbana's decision to not have a varsity team again, this, this fall does not affect every single Big 12 uh, football program, because they have... They say they have 11 teams in the Big 12 these days. We're talking high school Big 12, not mm-hmm. college Big 12, which only has 10. <laughs> but numbers don't matter. Um, <laughs> no, they haven't found one as far as I know. Uh, so I'm not sure how that affects... Uh, all the plans and things that are going into this at all but like Tim Turner uh, said in, in the paper the other day to Colin that you know this was geared around having a home game at McKinley field it wasn't geared necessarily around central playing urbana obviously they've got a long-standing rivalry and tradition between those two programs at all but uh, we're just kind of wait and see mode right now uh, it's something that came through
1: earlier this week but Colin, missed us because i don't know he, he missed yesterday but ty pence is going back to the the football field mm-hmm. at, committed to yeah. illinois state and hasn't played since his freshman year when mm-hmm. he actually appeared on a st joe team that i assume was pretty good because they usually are mm-hmm. um and, and now he's going to slide right back in
2: yeah i mean he's actually a four sport athlete in, in high school by the time it all winds up uh, he played football as a freshman for the spartans uh, has also played golf and baseball as well along with his basketball exploits and yeah that mm-hmm. was one that kind of caught us by surprise Uh, we actually had Sean Skinner and and three players in on on Monday here for our media day event and Ty Ty Pence was not brought brought up at all (laughs) in in those discussions that's because he called Sean Skinner shortly after they left here and said hey I think I want to play and like any good high school football coach, Sean Skinner's like, yeah, I'll take a 6'6", six, six, almost 200-pound receiver to, to go out but there.
0: But does Ryan Peden over at Illinois State, mm-hmm. as a new head coach, um, I assume a subscriber to the News Gazette, it pick up be. the News Used Gazette. Used to live in Champaign. Yeah. Does he pick up the News Gazette and say, oh, I see here that Ty Pence is going to play football for St. Joe Ogden. And then call up Ty Pence and say, no, you're not. <laughs>
2: yeah, I don't know. Uh, I know Colin uh, tried to reach out to, to Ty earlier this week when we found out about it, I believe, on Wednesday. Uh, still waiting to hear back again. I'm, we'll catch up with him at some point here in the next couple weeks. Well, I mean, Ty, if you're listening, call him. <laughs> I mean, him. hey, he, he Evan, showed Evan, up he, one day <laughs> He on showed up, accident. He showed up back in March to uh, receive uh, – we handed out a weekly award to the, the high school basketball player of the week on uh, on the radio show that we hosted during the, the season, and he just showed up here to get his award. And Jim Russell, Jim Russell got just, him. Yeah, like, exactly. Jim Russell got him. And like, that's, show him,
1: you know, show him what, what you got today at the mall.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then Ty dropped in for a 10-minute yeah, interview with me and Evan at the time. <laughs> Completely unexpected by him, but he handled it fine. I, I'd be – you know, it's one of those situations where – Again, I'm just speculating here but you maybe have to think that he maybe informed the Illinois State coaching staff to say hey I think I'm gonna do this and to be honest I'm sure they're probably a little hesitant at times but if they weren't they'd kind of be hypocritical because you hear all these th- you hear all these examples of college coaches saying, I want these kids to play multi sports yeah. you know I want them to play multiple sports okay well they still can I mean obviously his Ty Pence's high school career has been affected uh, a lot by COVID, um, but he, you know, played baseball uh, up until he was a, the starting second baseman uh, as a sophomore on a team that won a sectional title and was within one one win of the, the Class 2A Baseball State Tournament. Um, he's played golf, and he's going back to football again, too. So, uh, yeah, it, it'll be, uh, I'm sure, an intriguing uh, look for what the Spartans can do offensively because you get near the goal line, just... <laughs> Hey, Ty, go run right to the corner. I'm going to throw a fade to you, and <laughs> you're going to catch a touchdown because you're eight inches taller than the DB covering you. What you got coming up Sunday? Yeah, I got a lot of a uh, lot of football coverage, both Illinois and high school, like I said. Colin's got a pretty in-depth story, in Caden Fagan, the Arthur Levington, Atwood Hammond, standout who's committed to the Illini. Uh, we also have uh, full preview, some previews of uh, some area high school volleyball, area high school golf as well. And then uh, doing a deep dive on on Illinois football uh, as well. Uh, Scott Ritchie's going to have a big story on new offensive coordinator Barry Lenny Jr. Uh, Lauren Tate has taken a stab at trying to see how many wins this Illinois football team can can muster. Bob Osmussen uh, is going to answer five questions kind of revolving around the, the start of the season. And then the ginormous project that uh, Richie spent a lot of time this week working on is we have the entire Illinois football roster breakdown coming mm-hmm. in Sunday's paper. So be sure to check all of that out. Matt Daniels
0: from the News Gazette sports pages on lineihq.com. Happy Friday, sir. Thanks, guys.
2: I'll show up on time next uh, next week.
0: <laughs> Happy hours next with Allie Adams. Tune in this
2: weekend for White Sox baseball here on News Talk fourteen hundred and ninety three nine FM.
0: It's a Funky Friday Sports Talk. News Talk 1400, 93.9 FM. Scott Beatty, Evan Kahn, and happy hour time with Allie Adams. Why, hello. I'm little, I got a little extra pep today because Ooh. I ordered a 16-ounce frappe. A, they gave you a 20? 24. woo <laughs> Oh, you're going to be up all night.
4: I was about to say. I do have
0: a long drive tonight. We're <laughs> heading up to the Burbs.
4: Oh, fun. Well, then that's a good thing. Yeah,
0: yeah. Now you're so now you're set. Yeah, I, I, I guess so. But um, <laughs> I don't know. You were taking heat, Allie, for your coffee, which you're drinking <laughs> again here. Uh, I guess this is normal for you to drink this much coffee and late in the day. Yes, I. I but mean, somebody I, was. Uh, it's Friday. I, I could, think it was Karen. Like, don't get me started on an Allie's coffee.
4: <laughs> well, actually, it started with Mister One Evan it, it Khan. Was,
0: it was kind of my fault. <laughs>
4: because he walked into the studio next door over at Sister Station Light Rock 97.5 WHMS and I have my coffee mug sitting there is whole story my other coffee mug i had broke usually it has like a lid on it like a to go yeah. leg. so it was I very did. tragic it was, it was I, rip pour one out for my my snowflake coffee mug mm. um and so Evan could see kind of like the contents of what it looked like and he's like is there any coffee in that no, i I asked, really. I asked
1: if she was drinking Yoo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
0: Looked a, looked a little bit like Yoo-hoo. <laughs> This hoo uh, This is not unlike somebody that I live with who does not like coffee Mm-mm. at all. Nope, but I don't. She wants the energy that one derives from it. Yep. So if we just pour enough cream and milk and sugar... Uh-huh. Or sugar like products. Yep. in there exactly. That's and it's like just get a milkshake or something, and Take I don't a caffeine know caffeine pill. <laughs> yeah, and just just pop an Excedrin. Yeah, in. but <laughs> it's not.
4: But the thing is, like at least for me, like I do like coffee. I do like the coffee taste, but I just want it to taste like like a frappe. Yeah. Why are you talking to me with your twenty four ounce? This is an frappe? occasional.
0: It's got like Oreos
1: in there with cream. Yeah, why am
4: I getting all the heat? It's like,
1: it's like almost coffee. I, don't deserve I
4: drink
0: this sp- my coffee black. I don't deserve this smoke. Oh, you aren't right now. But this is an occasional treat. <laughs> so I wanna
1: go ahead. No, you're okay. No, no, I was I just gonna know. say before we get way too far off track, <laughs> I was just gonna say, did did anybody see the earrings that Fergie Jenkins had in last night. No. I mean, dude, was, our, our favorite 21 Savage fan, Brian Barnhart, returns to the air in a, in a couple weeks. And, and, you know, Fergie Jenkins out here hanging off my earlobe is a rock. I mean, that guy does not know that he turns 80 in December. Good. He good is for him. He is high styling profiling looking looking really good
4: yeah I saw him and I guess I, I didn't really notice the accessories but good, oh yeah good for him nice
1: but also along that you know, Johnny Bench like the one interview that I caught was Johnny Bench same kind of thing you would think that he should be manager of the White Sox or something I mean the guy is sharp <laughs> he's you know all there he was giving better notes than I think Smoltz or
0: John da- Joe Davis <laughs> gave the entire game. That interview was too short because yeah. he was telling. I some thought they stories. were gonna, I thought they yeah. were going to bring him back, and they're just
2: yeah, like, "Okay, I, we'll see." Ya. I was well, like, "What?"
4: This is- <laughs> I thought that about with Vado and Hat being mic'd up that it was really short too, mm-hmm. and that surprised me. I thought that there was going to be more of that because, I mean, even Vado, I wanted
0: more. Well, I've got to go hit a homer now. <laughs> Look, I was we were joking joke about this the other day, but it's my my new innovation because. Uh, what is it? Brandon Hughes for the Cubs was pitching. And I said, oh, Pat Hughes is pitching because all you see is Hughes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I think this is where we need to take the in-game interview to a new level and flip it around where these guys have to do play-by-play and or color analysis in-game <laughs> while they're playing. Since we can interview them in the middle of a game, why not just have them go all the way you know, and start auditioning early? <laughs> If, if it you was, know, it was a great effort by myself, but unfortunately, I just couldn't handle it. I'm sure that's one I want to have back,
4: <laughs> well, like, that's but lot, it'll
0: go as a hit.
4: That's a lot of like whether all-star game or spring training, and you do hear a lot of guys talk like that. Like, oh, I bet she's he's going to throw me a heater. Oh, I bet you it's going to be this. Like, you see players do that. The mic up thing is a lot of fun in situations like last night or all-star game, that kind of thing. But obviously, I mean, even the managers hate it like there was someone there's a story today about how a manager basically said i hate doing these things oh
1: that was um um matt rule with the with the panthers okay
4: that it was and and basically yeah during the Mm preseason and that's just Mm preseason but it's like eh, most of them don't like like it during the season but we enjoy it as as fans when it's when it's fun and not like you know super interrupting but
0: there's a universe there's one thing that coaches and media people can agree on they do not like the in-game interviews Mm -hmm. because if you're the media person I've done it a few times your whole goal is try to figure out a question that they will respond to and their whole goal is to make this as brief as possible (laughs) and say nothing yeah so why are we doing this yeah but I understand you want the coach's reaction but it just feels more of a pre and post game kind of thing
4: yeah, and I get that, obviously, with baseball, you don't have things like they're always catching, you know, like in college football and stuff like that. They're catching the coach on the way back to the locker room, that kind of thing, that you don't have that opportunity in in, in baseball, and they've never figured yeah. out a way, especially with trying to speed up the game, to be able to get that content out there, because there is fun stuff that happens in game, but obviously, even as a fan, the... Lo- The live mic'd up stuff with the managers in between. It's awkward. I don't like it. Even watching it, it can kind of get a little uncomfortable. It's like, ooh, it's okay. Mm.
0: We got a text line here, a text from uh, listener Rick, who says, I've got a really good vibe about Illini football this year. I think their win total will be more than six. Go Illini. And then a coffee cup emoji. Yes. Which is one of the few emojis we can, we can, I guess, can uh, 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 translate. Yeah, there's like yes.
1: two that come through, like the grinny face and
0: the coffee one. Yes. Yes. Just the important ones. Uh, if you send us an image, I'm not making this up, we do not get it. No. Nope. We do not, we can't it see it. It just makes it look like you're which giving is, us questions. Yes, when, which is very good that we cannot see what people would <laughs> want to send us in image form. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, uh, what's the feel on More Than Six? I can't commit to that. No, I wouldn't. I'm not saying I wouldn't be surprised. I, I don't think I'd be floored and shocked, but I think the division is too bunched up.
1: Well, I I, I gave him a pretty big leash. I think that was a, a couple weeks ago, right? He <laughs> went three Some, to nine, <laughs> somewhere between three and nine wins. Okay, we're we're gonna land somewhere. So more than six does fall between the three and nine. So I will. Uh, I'll, I'll give it to him. I don't. I, a, I don't know the likelihood of it, but I could see a path to more than six wins. Sure.
4: Well, that's a really big jump in a very short amount of time for you there, from <laughs> three to six, and you guys are my three trusted, to six
1: to nine. I, yeah, mean.
4: I don't know, maybe a bowl year. We don't, we don't know. And I mean, you guys are my trusted source, so I'll, I whatever I don't know, you, know, you guys You need to say. trust
0: your own source. My, my What's source your... is
4: about tailgating, so I can just talk about food. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's 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 my expertise here. Let's we'll, let's talk about snacks and tailgating.
0: Let me ask you this since we're also <laughs> being fed this. I love baseball. I love kids playing baseball. Mm. Little League World Series, yay or nay.
4: Oh yay. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> See, it's all you. I'm the only one that's down on the Little League World Little Series. League well, World series their, Little League World Series and
4: Rudy. There <laughs> Little League World Series, there's times especially <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: Instead, let's go drown some kittens.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Scott's over here talking about how he doesn't like puppies.
0: <laughs> no, I do. Look, I I, I love that kids are playing the game. I just feel it's way too much exposure remember, for little kids.
1: No, remember Big Al? The guy who's, like my name dingers. is Big Al and I hit dingers. You know, <laughs> great, yeah, great yes. moment. Today, the kid from Wyoming goes up there with the gardening gloves. It's a tank in absolute tank like we don't get these moments in major league baseball you get you get daniel vogelbach walking up to milkshake that's like (laughs) as good as it gets as far as entertainment from the players themselves.
4: That is, yeah, that, that was one of my favorite moments besides Field of Dreams for uh, baseball this week was Daniel Vogelbach walking up to <laughs> Milkshake on Ladies' Night for the Mets. Um,
0: I'm I'm Hugh Robertson's age, so I don't know what Milkshake is. You know the song. We'll play it you, for you later. Oh, Scott. <laughs> I want to say I have it as a bump. Maybe we'll bring it back.
4: Oh, please do. We This needs dun, to dun, be dun, rectified dun, dun, like dun, right dun. away. We need oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's radio friendly. Well, not the lyrics, the, but no. the, just the, the beat. The, the beat is. The
4: beat. Uh, Here's
0: him. we're talking about, ex- you know, promoting the game to I children. this is America. You and your, uh, <laughs> I could teach you but I'd have to charge. Your unclean minds. All right. Best segment in radio <laughs> right here. Every time.
4: But anyways, no. Little League World Series, it's awesome. I like it, especially when Look it at comes this. to A the grown man
1: hairs. in a
0: pirate outfit. Look at it. He's selling, selling ice cream. Speaking of things that are coming coming to get you.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, you say an R? He's, he's really in character there. Uh,
0: See, we got Harry Carey holograms fun. and pirates.
4: And yeah. and it's and it's all great. Especially like I said when the Cubs are having down years, it's fun to follow the the Little League World Series and see like Indy had a walk-off the other day and it was exciting. It's fun. Little we League had, had a
0: walk-off overturn on a replay.
4: Yeah. It's been exciting.
0: Just crushing the souls of young children. It was great.
1: All right, one great. last sports thing before we go. Do the Packers play this weekend?
4: Oh, ooh, I haven't even looked. I Jordan don't. Jordan Love.
1: Is. Do you have? Do you have, in, Love. do you have interest in preseason games? You know, I, I. Should. I guess we probably you can't probably watch
0: Packers and I, games down yeah, here. Yeah, not huh. the preseason. Yeah, stuff. they play tonight at San Francisco. See, and so,
4: I wouldn't be able yeah. to.
0: Doesn't really move the meter. Another yeah. thing that doesn't need to be televised: the Little League World Series and preseason football. Well, we can we can agree on the latter. That's for sure. <laughs> All right. Cheers, Allie. Cheers, guys. Enjoy Have your a good weekend. Co- enjoy your coffee. <laughs> <It's> sports talk. <laughs> Hi, it's Len Casper. Tune in tonight for White Sox Baseball here on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM. Southsiders and the Tigers. And first pitch is at 610, so we will grab it right before that commences. The world, according to Bob Osmussen, is on the way. One thing I want to ask Bob about, Evan, is SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey. I don't know if he's caught this. He's stirring the pot a little bit, saying it's time to take a look at the, at March Madness and maybe expand the field. No. So, no. So,
1: Quit re- rewarding mediocrity. I'm tired of it. There ain't more than 68 teams that can win a
0: national championship. No. I'm guessing Bob will have the I haven't asked him. I'm 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 just telling you now, I think he might have the other side because he'll just say the more the merrier. Which is it's not right and it kinda leads me into something I want to ask him, so it'll be great. Alright, that's coming up and more on the other side. WDWS Champagne Urbana. Time for a news update.